On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we preview the Birds and the G-Men, talk about the Sixers' new uniforms, James Harden possibly coming here, and get to know us. Go Birds! Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan Great to be with you as always, Paul. Uh, love talking birds. It's been been a while since we've had a game. Um, kind of removed from that that last game and ready yeah. for ready for this next game. Um, well, the one thing that removes you a little well, not removes you, but I mean, you see them play the Steelers pretty well on Sunday. Um, obviously, different yeah. quarterback. So, I mean, Steelers are the only undefeated team left in the NFL, um, and so like that's, that's something not to like hang your hat on, but makes you feel a little bit. Uh, better because that was uh what was that that was a thirteen point spread they only ended up winning by what three points or yeah. something like that um so like yeah it's it, it's NFL every single week anyone can win yeah. the game yeah for sure and um this week we're talking Eagles Giants Giants have been playing playing good football they've been in a lot of games the Giants have been in a lot of games um their last six games have all been pretty close I was looking at their schedule they beat Washington last week. The only two wins have come yeah. against Washington. Lost to Tampa by two. Obviously lost to us by one. Beat Washington by one. Lost to Dallas by three. And lost to the Rams by eight. Um, so they've been competitive. Um, seems like they're playing hard for Joe Judge. So, you know, we the first time we talked about this game when we played them back in week seven. Kickoff. Yeah, like we felt really confident going in. And um, I, I definitely won't go in with the same confidence, I, again, with the NFC East. The way it's been. I mean, the Giants win this game. They're right in the thick of it. And, and out of all the teams in the NFC East right now, again, I think the Eagles, on, I mean, on paper, they're favorite. I saw, like, a funny stat saying, like, percentage-wise, the Eagles have um, a better percent chance to win their division than the undefeated Steelers or something like that. Like, I forget, just by percent. But I don't know. Well, yeah, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, basically, we have the tie, tie, the tie that helps us out, and then... You know, the Steelers. Well, bringing up that tie. Well, I mean, when it happened, I said it was a good idea, and it's proved that way. Um, but I forget. Oh, I was saying, um, I do think the Giants are the the team that um, can compete with, like, would be the one team that the, that could chase the Eagles. And win the what division. about Washington? They're just, they just, I don't see it. I mean, they, they don't have the quarterback figured out. and They beat us with Haskins, too. I know. I know. <laughs> That's crazy like, to think. Um, but, yeah, I would say the Giants. Like the, like I just said, the Giants have been competitive. They've been in games. Um, they just shoot themselves in the foot a lot, and Daniel Jones uh, just turns the ball over a lot. Um, but that's why I think this would be such a, a big win just from that standpoint in the division um, to, to be then 2-0 against the Giants and then – uh, improved to four, four and one, but um, about five hundred. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think of it that way. Uh, how are you feeling going into this game? Um, like, I would say I, I mean, I'm optimistic. Um, it's just like, like you're saying, Daniel Jones turns over the ball a lot. Um, I mean, one thing that. Uh, I'm double checking right now before I say it is he can't beat really like his only win what did it come against he had one against Tampa Bay when they had oh dude I remember that remember that that was the first Danny Dot that was the Danny yeah, Dimes the comeback, game right? the comeback against Tampa Bay because Jameis Winston threw it away 
and then beat Washington, Washington, and Washington. He's only be, he's he has five career wins and four of them are against Washington. Wow. So so it's That's like crazy. It's one of those things. He's five and seventeen as a quarterback. Four of those wins. Five and seventeen. Yeah. Four wow. of those come against Washington, and then the other one that was just a crazy game against the Bucks, where yeah. you know James Winston turns over the ball. So with that saying, um, I mean. It's I you well you guys already know my pick like yeah. like it's already set set in stone but pretty much I mean I'm he's never really scared scared me I never really no. thought he's been like that crazy obviously I mean he did drop pass away from you know winning the yeah. game like it was right there so yeah and like you're saying like he doesn't scare me I'm not scared of Daniel Jones um or scared but, of Carson Wentz yeah I'm ball. I'm scared of the Eagles the mistakes they can make and the Giants have been in games the Giants should have beaten us just like Paul said Evan Ingram catches that ball it's just the Giants also usually find ways to lose themselves um but before we get into score predictions and other things about the game I have to bring up before we get too far along uh, Brett's comments, Doug Peterson's uh, comments, and the, just the, the pre- Nick Foles-Carson right. conversation well, just doesn't seem to end, even though Nick Foles is playing awful this year. Yeah, well, let us let me just preface that this is a cool story. So I had this old guy, well, so I, I work in insurance, and I talked to this guy on Monday. We're going to, you know, get some auto insurance for him. He already had home with us. And he's like, you know what, I'll come in on Wednesday. We'll talk about Comes in, Eagles hat, Super Bowl 52 champs. I'm like that. And, you know, a- after we get done all the paperwork, we're just sitting, and I'm like, oh, you know, love the hat. Like, how's Doug's cousin, Doug's brother. Nah, nah, nah. So then we're talking, and then it was just, it was cool talking to someone that I think he's like 70, 70 plus years old. Mm-hmm. So he's seen, like, he was bringing out the guy that we traded Sony Jurgensen for. Oh, wow. Like, I don't even remember that quarterback's name. And like he said, and I was like, I don't even. He's like, yeah, it was so not worth it. I remember I was in the eighth. Like, it's, it was just like. Kind of like a time warp. Talking like a seventy-year-old version of yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because he's like, I I remember my eighth-grade teacher. He was so mad that we traded away Sony. But anyway, going forward, that he was like, um, yeah, like it's just crazy, like what Brett Favre said. And this was before ESPN, before anyone really reported on it. I guess it was like on the fanatic on his way over because I I got the notification ten minutes after he left. I was driving. I heard them talking about this, and um, yeah. So yes, yeah, one of the radio stations. So he was like, "Yeah, it's crazy what Brett Favre said." I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah." Like, and then he told me, and I was just like, "Wow, that's crazy." That I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And then like, I got a notification like ten minutes after he left, and I was, I told Ben, I was like, yeah, "This dude's breaking ESPN. He's being ESPN <laughs> right now." But um, so the the whole thing about it, um, I mean, like, I I don't know if you heard Colin today. He was just like, Brett Favre, not known for. Like, he didn't know what a nickel defense was yeah, yeah. his second year I in the know league. That, but yeah, like, I, I mean, he's more instinctual. And, like, that's another thing that Orlovsky said, too, was, like, he's not breaking down tape. He's obviously not watching Nick Foles. Oh, uh, he said that? Um, he didn't say he's obviously not watching Nick Foles, but he said he's definitely not taking the time to yeah, watch yeah. tape. But, I mean, and it's it's very certain. I mean, it's, it's stupid, like you said, that it's still going on, and it will go on for the rest of uh, – until – Carson Wentz wins the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Yes, that that will be a talking point. Just because it's a cheap, it's cheap and it's easy to be like, yeah, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. They should have kept them. I mean, that's that's all. But it's like, yeah, the thing that like I get it locally, but like nationally, for people to continue to talk about it is what confuses me because like Foles can't beat out, and I'm I love Nick, but hasn't beat out Gardner Minshew. And they're struggling to beat out Mitchell Trubisky. The only reason why he's still the starter right now is because Mitchell Trubisky hurt his shoulder. Right. Like, it's not like he's... So, yeah, getting... Brett's comments, but did you hear Doug? The three questions. Yeah. 
Like, Doug had an opportunity to fully, like, support his quarterback and didn't. The, like, the first two times I respect Brett Favre, I respect his opinion. Like, it's just, un- like, there you're like, no, Carson's the guy. And it was then prompted by, um, what's his name on the Fanatic? I can't think of it right now, but. Um, he then asked Doug, like, Doug, just to let you know, like, this is probably going to get construed the wrong way and people are going to rip you, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he, like, backed Carson. Which, like, I don't know if it's just Doug. Doug isn't all there in some of his press conferences. like. Well, I think he – it's one of those things where Philadelphia media is pushing, trying. Obviously, Doug Peterson doesn't want to talk about this. Nick Foles hasn't been on the team since 2018. But it's such an easy, I like, know. answer. I know. Such an easy answer. Um, and that brings me like to the question of Doug, because Doug has been a topic this year with his performance coaching this team. Like overall, as a football team right now, do you would you say we are a well coached team? Um, I wouldn't really say that. Um, well coached. I know it's hard to like think about because like I mean we don't break down film. Like, well, we're, not, we're not Brian well, yeah, Baldinger. I know, but, no, I know we're not Baldy looking, at, but Baldy's mostly line. But, um, I mean, the thing is, is the way that I look for a well-coached team is you're looking at, like, the Shanahan, the McVay, where you're getting wide-open receivers just from schemes type deal. Well, mm. obviously, um, I mean, you look at the 49ers, great example. Half the team's hurt, and they're still finding ways to scheme guys open. And, I mean, that, I mean that's been the – like, like I, I don't know who I was talking – yeah, I was talking to that guy at work. I, we were both just like saying like how Doug Peterson doesn't really do anything like that. How he's basically called vanilla plays. Like it feels like we're stuck in Groundhog's Day of that uh, last game of the 2017 regular season where we played the Cowboys and we didn't need a win. Where we were just calling like okay, like we'll just play. You know, play, like there's nothing like really out there that's going to out scheme another team. Obviously, mm. like and we were also saying like there's no Frank Reich, there's no John. Like he needs another another mind to bounce stuff off of someone that has experience can call like something with more rapport someone yeah. that rather than you know Mike Rowe Deuce I obviously Deuce Daly's like the boy but like he's not he's he's been the running backs coach he's not he doesn't yeah. know how to scheme wide receivers open it's yeah it's it has been frustrating and like I think I don't know is it because just the 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 fuck like all these guys coming in and out of the lineup like. Is it because of that? That like could, that could sound, and then that's plays, also like, why it's not like. Yeah, where you're not doing things that you would want to do if you had your typical starters, in which you really haven't in a couple of years. It feels like, um, I don't know, but I feel like overall, like I I have been really critical of Doug this year, and I think his play calling has been below average, like has been poor. And again, we don't. I don't know if that is because he doesn't trust guys. I would love to see Jalen Hurts in the in, on the field more, uh, not because I'm a. I just think it's it's a different element you can add to this offense to to get some confidence going. Like you talked about a couple weeks ago, he sparked the offense a couple times yeah. this year. I think that does um, hurt Carson's confidence, though. Like, I think it is on the field. Yeah, I think it and potentially. I mean, yeah, I could see that. And the the one thing that the guy that I I this is also what I wanted to bring up was like he the guy that I sold the insurance to, he was like, now you watch like the next like towards the last three games of the season like. Randall Cunningham, he came in his rookie year, starts Buddy Ryan, you know, had him spark it up. You look for the same thing. And I was like, well, he really does spark it up. Like, he, Jalen Hurts, when he's in there, you see, you know, a different type of offense. They have to respect the run a little bit more. Yeah. And it also goes back to what I mentioned, you know, like five weeks ago, talking about how Jaws was saying when Randall Cunningham was drafted, after him 
coming two years off an of MVP season, having the highest paid contract, he was still a little bit nervous that, that there's someone lurking on, over his shoulder. Someone also drafted in the second round. Like, there's a lot of parallels to that because at the time, you know, Jaws, MVP, Carson Wentz could easily been MVP. Yeah. MVP. Um, best, you know, ever, best quarterback in, a, in, in the – for the, the Eagles at that time. Yeah. And then, like, when Carson Wentz came around, had that season, we're saying that too. Gets a big contract, then two years later drafts a, another. Like, it's literally like a mm. carbon copy. History repeats itself. <laughs> but also, one other thing about the Nick Foles is uh, in the 11 games that he's played away from Philadelphia, uh, you know, he is 4-7. and seven. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, he really hasn't succeeded Actually, 3-8, you know, my bad. He hasn't. Um, we know his time with the Rams, uh, his time with the Chiefs. He hasn't really, yeah, he yeah. hasn't really and succeeded then elsewhere. Short stint with Jacksonville. And right. then Chicago, he... He came in, lit it on fire, but that was also against the Falcons, who know how to blow leads. Right. And he's on a three-game losing streak, where the team's averaging 15 points a week. Like, yeah, it, I mean, I, I know that offensive line is is terrible, but like, still, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, there's really no reason. Like, Chicago's defense is so much better than than the Eagles' defense. So, like, there still should be ways for him to win those games. Like, you give Carson Wentz that kind of defense, even with, like, the same battered offensive line, he'll be able to make something happen. I Like, I truly, truly believe that. Yeah, and just getting back to Carson, um, it is you, – you you really hope to see a turn in the second half of the season. Um, and, like, with, we're talking about Jalen Hurts. I've even heard people say, like, will the Eagles subtly start giving Hurts more, more looks, like throw him in there for a whole drive and see what he does. Like, even, like, Carson still might be on the field with him in there for a drive or, like, three straight plays or something. Yeah, I mean, um, and just see what happens. When That's when you really start, I feel like, could potentially get Carson out of a rhythm. Um, and I'm sure even if he's not <laughs> I mean, the in there three, for one play. Three and outs don't keep him in rhythm either. Uh, yeah, no. And there's been a lot of those. So, like, I, yeah. like obviously, like, I care about Carson. I, I love Carson. I always say that. But at the same time, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And, I mean, obviously, I'd love to see Carson be the quarterback for the next seven seven years but at the same time it's you know you need to do something to spark the offense and i mean like we said after the dallas game we didn't really put him put jalen in at all yeah so it, it's kind of it's going to be yeah, interesting to see well like i said you don't need jalen to beat the cowboys so that's oh, yeah, why okay. i mean it, it's going to be uh definitely an interesting game on sunday uh i did we go on game predictions or something else that you had to talk about I just want to say how much I cannot stand Max Kellerman. Like, I haven't I, even. I, haven't, I don't. I don't. There's sometimes like I'll just click a video and like I'll listen to him for like 15 seconds. And I'm like I can't. Like I can't. He has like just complete hatred and like for well, Carson Wentz. I actually haven't. Like I see his face and I don't even bother. Yeah. So like mistake. I haven't heard. I actually haven't heard him because also he just has bad takes in general. It's not just the Carson Wentz stuff. There's a couple other things that like he plants his flags on that's yeah. just like stupid. Yeah. So, he's just trying so to be skip Bayless. Yeah, honestly, that's what it. That's what he is doing. Um, but yeah, let's get into predictions for this Sunday's game. Um, I think the the biggest thing the, for the Eagles is to continue to get pressure on Daniel Jones. Eagles D has been solid. D line's been solid. Our front seven versus their line um, force them to to turn the ball over. And then on the flip of it, that's what we've been talking about for weeks now with Carson taking care of the ball. Um, the Giants' defense has been solid. 
Last week they had five takeaways against Washington. Yeah. Although some of those takeaways were like just either really bad throws or like yeah, like there was two of them I can remember that were just like easy, easy picks. Um, but with that said, they have their second in the league this year in takeaways. And Carson, obviously we know what he's done this year, turning the ball over. So that that doesn't add up to a good recipe. But I do have faith that will change this Sunday. Um, in another close NFC East battle. Um, also, we'll have, looks like Alshon could be back this Sunday. Do you have want you him back? Pictures? I do. <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't. No, I know. I was just messing because I know that there's, there's people. No, like, Alshon, his last game played, I think, was the Miami game last year. And he actually balled out in that game. As ugly as that game was, we lost to Miami. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but have you seen any of the pictures of him? He looks skinny. Yeah, like really skinny. I mean, I, I And I saw, I heard someone say, like, he's in the best shape of his Eagles career, of his Eagles, since he's been with the Eagles. Um, you know how many times you hear people say who's in the best shape of But, dude, Alshon hasn't played for literally almost a year. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's all he's probably doing is working out. Well, or just chilling. slim. Or just chilling. Or just chilling. But I, I, I do think, like, you used to be a big Alshon guy. No, I mean, I'm going I'm, to, if he, if he starts, I'm wearing the Alshon jersey on I'm switching off a of Trotter. I'm well, going to put it right I on the Alshon jersey. I don't know how much, like, they'll even use him between the 20s. Like, will he be just a red zone guy? I mean, that's how I would use him. Like you said, he hasn't played in the last year. Yeah. So. And also, like, receivers. Rager, Fulgham. Like, J.J. Ward. will probably be a healthy scratch this Sunday, right? <laughs> I think you're going to say J.J.'s going to probably contribute a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, yeah like, because they usually have five receivers. So, you say uh, Fulgham, Ward, Rager, Alshon, and um, there's who would be our fifth? Mm-hmm. Hightower. Yeah, I guess. Right? I mean, yeah, over no. JJ. No, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, he'll be a hot scratch. But I, I don't think I said my prediction, did I? I didn't say my prediction no. either. Um, Eagles win this one 23-21 in a close game. Um, yeah, close game. Game ball goes to Miles Sanders. This will be back this Sunday as well. Even uh, though Boston Scott is the uh, giant, giant slayer. Giant slayer, <laughs> slayer, not killer. It's a slayer. Um, but yeah, my, my score prediction is Eagles, uh, 26 Giants, 17. Mm. Um, you know, just like one of those weird NFC scores, like you don't really always see 26 points in the NFL. So I just feel like it's going to be one of those weird, weird games. I don't know what the weather's going to be. Well, uh, Uh, Jake Elliott missed a field goal. (laughs) I hope miss a PAT. That's how you get to 26. (laughs) Um, probably. And, uh, yeah, so I do feel uh, I feel good about this game. Well, like I said in the beginning, it was like, there's no way you'd ever catch me in a million years picking us against the Giants. Um, I mean, picking the Giants against us. Um, just also because, like, we pretty much my whole entire uh, football watching of the Philadelphia Eagles has been the century. Obviously, like, I remember, like, I know I've seen, like, some games back in the day. But like yeah. we've owned them this we whole have, entire century. We have, we have it's been it's been twenty nice. years, two decades of just beating them down. Yeah. So I I don't really see anything changing. It's nice, you know. It's really nice, you know. Just beat that, have someone to beat down on, you know. Yeah. It, it um, definitely is, and you you hope that continues. Yeah, and it was weird because we also had that with Washington for a while, uh, but then the, you know, the Shanahan. Uh, like that 2013 year with, yeah. with Jay Gruden, with Shanahan, McVay, Kirk Cousins, 
Well, yeah, that, there was that like three year stretch where then they well got they had RG three the year before, yeah. and then they went to so yeah they're they're doing really good. But again, that's three three head coaches on the same yeah. like legit coach. Well, Jay Green's all right, but like Kyle Shanahan, and Sean McVay are the two geniuses in the NFL right yeah, now. I would say usually. Um, and I guess we can use that transition since they did play last week. Oh no, they didn't. But anyway, the 49ers played the Packers. But yeah. um, I was just going to say, like, I have the Rams versus the Seahawks in, in the pool. Oh. And I have no clue on it. Where's that? Not that it's, I think it's in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. But I really – I'm just going to, like, flip a coin. What's the minimum bet? Is there a wager? Minimum's five if you have more than five. Yeah, but what is – it doesn't change. Yeah. But if you didn't bet, the penalty's worse. Yeah, like someone didn't bet last week. Why wouldn't you just bet five? They See? forgot to put their pick in. They had a Thursday night game. Oof. It was Tristan, and he, uh, he picked was well, 75 or something, Dang. 50. See, that's what I was thinking that if to make it a little bit fairer, it would be it would make more sense for also to be a minimum bet per per point range. Yeah. At yeah. least just a, like a little bit of an increase, because like right now I don't really know how I'm going to go, so right. might as well just put five on whoever and stay where I'm at. But I, I kind of feel cheeky about that, so I'm not doing that. As of right now, but yeah. I, I might change. You know, when money's on the line, you gotta be che- as cheeky as you can sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure. So I, I can't lose the cardinal. Yeah. Or uh, my dad. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how far your dad's from me, but yeah. I know he's. He's yeah, I think he's like maybe nine years. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's. I know that he lost, and he was trying to get me to tell tell him who my pick was before my game. He's like, yo, gee, Dan said the new thing is you gotta tell you gotta tell me who you're picking. Um, thoughts on the Sixers' new uniforms? I like them. Boathouse Row. Do you? Black. You don't like them? They just were like, oh, I mean, there's a lot of hype for them. And like, I really thought it would be like, very like a, similar to the Iverson. It looks like a glow belts. stick. It looks like a glow stick. I I like like. The te- like the bo- I, the boathouse row thing like that's that tough. looks cool, but the the uniform like the style as a whole is just like no, it's a little bit weird. It, it, if you think about it, it's kind of a black version of uh, the white Nuggets with the. I yeah, mean, it's it's definitely like not the like the same, but like the city version where they have that. Yeah. Obviously, it's like, I, it looks like a kid joke compared to that yeah, one. But I did like like the little things of like the TTP that was in there. I don't think they really did that. What do you mean? I think that's just like, it's just a coincidence. No, it's not. There's no way. They're all about TT, just, just in the process. I don't know. And then they had the, yeah, but, um... Yeah, but they're talking about training Ben S- Simmons, and he's the one that's, that was the main... Well, Chris Heck must know something we don't, then. I hope. Because, uh, I mean, I wouldn't trade Simmons for Westbrook. I wouldn't trade Harden. Harden. Really? I Harden mean, and Embiid or Simmons and Embiid? Harder than Embiid. That would be tough. I like I I like like I wouldn't say I love. I, but I don't I know like if that ben. wins you a playoffs series. That's yeah, it's tough because you don't have like three stars. And, that and also you have to worry about getting foul calls because that's what Harden's game is predicated be a on. A lot of free throws and that would be so, Harden, Harden so, and Yeah, the two people team. that are taking the most Ooh. free. That'd be terrible, bro. I mean, like it's sick, but like fifty. You're talking like sixty free throws a game. Yeah. I actually heard yesterday or today that uh, Chris Paul was very interested in coming here. That'd be interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, he definitely uh, helped his... had re- him and Simmons? Well, he helped his reputation out in Oklahoma City. Yeah. By, like, originally, like, it was like, oh, like, you know, Chris Paul is not, nothing special. 
Well, not nothing special, but he like he's old. washed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because obviously he's something special. Like, dude was the bull back in the day. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, I love sports. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I mean, I, I the it was the first time ever that uh, two people in the same state won Cy Young awards. Oh, that's cool. So it's Shane Bieber and Trevor Bauer, and that is the third time in. Um, Ever that team like teammates, ex teammates of the year past, both once I was Trevor Bauer and Shane oh. Bieber wow. were on the same uh, thing. Also forgot to bring up the like with COVID and NFL like the possibility. I don't know if they approved it. It is approved. If there it isn't, is so if there isn't sixteen full games for each team. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Then just there's gonna, only going to be there's going to be then eight teams in the playoffs instead of seven. But then and then we wouldn't get a home game because. Right, I'm pretty sure that's what the ruling is. Then they're in oh, the good, oh, good money go, record. I think the divisions would still get in. I don't know, but they, would, they said would, the Eagles would still be in, but they wouldn't have a home playoff game. Oh, okay, so then it would go record like one through four get home games type deal. I yeah, guess. and then I guess division like winners would still get in. Well, yeah, we'd still be in because right. we won the division, but won't get. In. I mean, yeah. it's not that in the world, but like oh, all you want to do is be in the dance, you know? Yeah, like that's what like that's the first goal. Well, first goal. Win the division, single, get a bye, but now there's only one bye, and that's definitely not happening. It wouldn't even happen if there's two, <laughs> maybe yeah. even three this year. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's exciting. Uh, one thing, too, is uh, that beatdown on Sunday night from the Saints. The yeah, Falcons. I didn't see any of it, but yeah, it, was, it was a beatdown. It was over before it started. Like, like right when it started, it was pretty much it was pretty much over. So, that was – I almost – did you see my tweets? I don't know if you saw my little no, tweets. No, I don't know. I probably did. What so, my it? fantasy game was coming down to – I was up by 2.5. Dennis had Will Lutz. Wow, and um, and so then they're going down, and I thought that uh, Bull was Champagne was gonna want to, you know, push it to them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if this dude really kicks a field goal right now, I'm gonna. And then you so would be, yeah. yeah, I would have lost because of the field goal. And they're in didn't... position too. Yeah, they're in position too, but they ended up just kneeing it out, which oh, was respect. Even though like they had to give the ball back to the Buccaneers after the knees. Oh, on fourth down. Yeah, they needed it on wow. fourth down. Well, they did like this weird like fake knee run all the way down. Like they, I don't think Winston really was down. Are you still um, hating on Drew Brees? Yeah, I'll study hate. I know you will. I mean, the the thing is, is Brady threw like that. Yeah, I mean, once he does it more outside, like that was good. Like, I mean, the thing that's weird about it is you would have thought that. Drew Brees, like Tom Brady, was the one with the mess up shoulder, and that the Saints were coming off of a bye and they were like all set up. Obviously, the, they're coming off a short week. The Buccaneers were, and adding a new player into the team. So that I mean that kind of messes them up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean it was just it was insane. Like uh, I mean it was just a beat down, and it's like one of those games too where it's almost like better to just get beat down and throw out the tape. Yeah, like it's just like okay, like hey. But sure. also at the same time, that's two straight bad games from the Bucks. Yeah. I know they did beat the Giants, but I mean it's not what what you want. No, no, not at all. Could I could I have Brady coming to well if everything holds up coming to Philly in the playoffs? Yeah, no, that'd be hype. That T- would be stick hype. it to him, Carson sticking it to him. Yeah, that would be cool. Except the Bucks defense is dirty, bro. Yeah, we'll be healthy and we'll be we'll be rolling by. I hope uh, so. By I hope there's no cheap shot to anything. We are getting healthy, which is encouraging. Like. Like I said, Sanders is back. Should be back. Jeffrey, 
Lions Jack, getting Jane, healthier. Johnson, uh, Lane, Lane Johnson, yeah, he was limited, I think, in practice, but I think I think I mean, he wanted to go on yeah. two weeks ago, which so. is good. They didn't play him. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. Um, hopefully, you know, he shoots uh, little Jay Glazer a text in the morning <laughs> saying, saying I'm ready to go, or if we can get a video. I just got off the phone with Lane Johnson. He's <laughs> he's good to go. He will be playing got, today. I got off the phone with my buddy Lane yeah. Johnson. You know, we're twenty minutes friends. ago. Yeah, it's great. He gets so like, I yeah, love, I love Jay. I love it a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't have any last words besides like go birds. No, yeah, go birds. Um, and uh, yeah, good to good to be here. Yeah, always is. Yeah. Have you got any get to know us? Um, I should have looked one up. That's on me. Yeah, no, normally you're our get to know us guy. Um, the one thing I guess I can think of is, like, what's one of your favorite? No, I think we've already done it. Rom-coms? We've done that before. We probably have. We've done, like, all of them before. Favorite rom-coms? I can't, I can't think off the top of my head like that, man. With movies, there's just so many favorite rom-coms. All right. Let's how about no, no? How about this? Uh, favorite uh, baseball player. Favorite baseball player, like ever. Yeah, ever. Um. Pro- probably Chase. Uh, I meant non Philly. Oh. Yeah, that's my bad. My, my bad. <laughs> that's that's all. Right. That's me. Um, favorite non Philly. Um. I don't know, like, there's not a lot of, like, guys I'm, like, I'm trying to think when I was a kid, like, who I might have looked up to or, like, really enjoyed watching. Oh, like, Craig Biggio. No. <laughs> you remind me of Craig a little bit, though. Just, like, real reliable, you know. I think, um, I'm trying to think of guys, like, I might have done, like, home run derbies with in the show mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Frank Thomas. The... No. He was in backyard baseball, though. You know who I liked, but mainly because of his stance? Oh, no, no, no. Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a stance. Yeah, that, that no, no, no. That's just like, uh, that yeah. everyone loved his stance. Like, yeah. his stance is an like, all-time stance. That just got me going. Yeah, because the bat. I have a wiffle you ball can't bat. Beat it. You yeah. can't beat it. Just you, chilling on the beach. I would just practice like I was Gary Sheffield. I mean, the other one's Aaron Rowan. It looks like he's standing up taking a dump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, he, he sat down into that stance. Um, but my favorite... Um, my my favorite uh, Bo Jackson or Nolan Ryan. Really? Yeah, just all time legends. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just like more of what like Nolan Ryan, just like the numbers and like basically an Iron Man, in a sense. And then Bo Jackson is just a uh, you know a baller. Yeah. So. All right. But that's all I got. Favorite baseball player. That's about all we got. Go Birds. Go Birds.